Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hour two of the Lake Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. Uh, look, last week, my favorite story of the week really made me smile. I saw it in the USA Today. Minnesota boy organizes bake sale and raises $1,000 to help bus driver battling cancer. Uh, that young man, his name is Noah Weber, and he is going to join us here on the show along with his uh, his father, Mike, as well as the bus driver that he cares about, that he appreciates, and that he was fundraising for. Um, it's such a beautiful thing. Heidi Carson, she joins us here on the Lake Show as well. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the show. How are you doing? Good. Hi, Noah. Hi, Mike. How you doing, Heidi? How you doing, Mike? And I heard Noah there at the very beginning. Thankful that all of you are able to come on the show tonight. This is such a spectacular story, and I loved everything about it. And I want my first question to go to Noah. So so first off, Noah, I just want to say thank you so much for caring about your bus driver, Miss Karsten. Um, It means a lot in our world to care about each other and to look out for one another. What was your first thought or reaction when she told you all on the bus that she was going to be gone, going away for a while because of her health? Um, I was pretty shocked. I was um, just a little bit lost. I had the feeling that I was going to do something. I didn't think about it really much, but I just had this feeling that I was, and eventually I did. That's awesome. Heidi, um, first off, thank you so much for joining me tonight as well. Uh, I personally, I worked in schools for 15 years, and I know the importance of your job. It means a lot for young people to see adults that they recognize, they develop a uh, relationship with, they feel safe. Was that one of the reasons that you told them that you would be gone so that they would have an understanding of your situation? Yeah, that's exactly it. I felt like they deserved to know where their bus driver was going. Um, They were suddenly going to be having different drivers every day. So I wanted to let them know that I was going to be leaving, and I also wanted to let them know the reason why. Yeah. And stage four cancer was the prognosis that you got in December. Um, uh, You know, did you just kind of like flat out let the kids know that this is what it is, or did you just kind of leave it a little bit uh, discreetly in terms of like, I'm just a little bit under the weather, and I'll get back to you guys a little bit later? No, I... um... I decided that when I pulled into school that I was just going to ask them to just hold on for a moment so I could let them know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just briefly told them that I was leaving and that um, 
I was having a medical issue and that I had cancer and that I had to go out and um, I had to take care of it. Yeah. So just le- left it kind of brief. I didn't want to go into too much detail about it. Yeah, yeah, and I understand that totally. Noah, you, you decided and you settled in on selling muffins and banana bread. So now you got to tell me, help me out with this, buddy. Is that your specialty or just one of your favorite things to eat? <laughs> um. I'm not sure if I say either. I do like to eat them, and I don't bake a lot, but I just figured that those are probably two of the best things to bake that would probably get a good amount of people that like it. All right, so whose recipe? Is it is it your recipe, mom's recipe, dad's recipe? Whose recipe? Um, the banana bread is my grandma's recipe, and the muffins I found in a kid's cookbook. Okay, that's awesome. We're talking to Noah Weber here on the Lake Show News Talk 830 WCCO and his bus driver, Heidi Karsten. A beautiful story. You can find it in the uh, USA Today. Uh, just about uh, a, a great story of a young kid uh, in middle school wanting to help out his bus driver who's uh, um, being diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. And I just love the story and the bond between them both. Heidi, I want to come back to you. What was your reaction when you heard about the fundraiser? Yeah, I was um, pretty touched by it. I was going through a lot at the time, just um, the realization that I was having to deal with cancer and all of the appointments that I had to go to. And it was just one bad news after another bad news. And uh, when I found out that uh, Noah was out there baking and trying to raise money on my behalf, I just was blown away by that. I was just so touched. He's just got such a big heart. And, and Heidi, how long have you known Noah? Has it been just this school year? Just this school year. He was new to my bus. I'm the the, the driver for his neighborhood. So nice. he he's new to middle school this year, and he was brand new on my bus, and this is my fourth year on that particular route. So, uh, yeah, just never didn't really have a chance to get to know him in, in the couple of short months that uh, he was riding my bus. And... Um, so I've gotten a chance to get to know him now, and what a fabulous kid. Yeah, and, and it, it really speaks to the impact that you've made on Noah and the rest of the kids um, on that bus as well. I want to bring Noah's uh, father, Mike, into the conversation. Mike, I'm thankful that you're part of the phone call as well. How did Noah approach you with this idea? Uh, actually, he approached his mom when he got home from school and came down the steps because Mama was working from home that day, and Noah said, I just found out that my bus driver has cancer. I want to do something. So then she said, it's kind of up to you to choose what you want to do. I'm, I'm on board with you. I'll help you out. We'll get you going. And then he decided on a bake sale, so we put a plan together, and it started that weekend. All right, so now it says here that you posted about the Bay Goods on a neighborhood app. Um, I, I'm assuming that the moment that this was put on the app, it just exploded. Am I correct? <laughs> it did. That's it crazy. crazy. See how it snowballed from there. Yeah, so I'm looking here at the actual article on usatoday.com, and I got to be honest, Noah, man, these uh, these tins of banana bread look pretty tasty. How could I get my, my hands on one? You better start baking. <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. And and by the way, let me ask this. Uh, and this could be either Mike or Noah. How long did it uh, did it take you guys to to bake all of the banana bread that was sold 
and um and about how many tens do you think that you made up? Um, I think didn't it take us about like a week within or how long was it that we been baking? Well, I think per batch it was about an hour and forty five minutes per batch. Yeah. And we did five batches, I believe. Or six. Okay. That's pretty awesome. So it's hours in the kitchen. Oh, uh, Heidi, did you get your hands on uh, any of this uh, banana bread? I did. <laughs> <laughs> yep. When they came to the house, he had banana bread and he had apricot muffins, and they were really good. <laughs> well, you know, Heidi, one of the things that I love about um, everybody being on the show here tonight is that um, is that the kids clearly care about you. Um, you know, Mike's uh, uh, Mike and Noah and his family, they, they, they care about you as well. Um, I, I care about everybody on the phone call here as well because I wanted to have you guys on the show. When I saw this story last week, I told my producer, I said, hey, get, get everybody on. And I'm so thankful that it worked out. Um, what do you have to say to, to all the young people that you, that you have interacted with uh, on your buses and those that you, you miss for the short term while you uh, have to deal with your health? Well, I, I miss all of them. I miss their smiles. Uh, I miss their, their faces. Um, I, I, I saw my bus go down the road again today. It just breaks my heart when I'm not in it. Um, the kids on my route, all of them, I, I told every one of them that they were just outstanding individuals and that I was going to miss every one of them. And I, I have received, um, since I've been gone, I have actually communicated with a few of my students. I've gotten an email. I've gotten um, a card from one of the little girls um, on my elementary route. And um, just the, the final, my final three days that I was there, um, just the outpouring of love, the gifts, the cards, the, the handwritten uh, little letters that I got from first graders, um, just outstanding individuals, all of those kids on my route. I just miss them terribly. Noah, I, I want to ask you the, the final question here on this interview, and it's, um, you know, set the money aside, because the money is one thing for Miss uh, Karsten. Uh, set aside the banana bread itself as well. What's been your other favorite part of doing this for your bus driver? Um, I just like the part of helping people and seeing their reaction and just kind of just basically helping people and just 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 help yeah just helping just helping out somebody else that's awesome hey mike you got to be proud of your son my man we are so proud mom and dad are so proud of him and like i said before i can't believe how far this has gone coast to coast the story and um it's just we're (laughs) we're just dumbfounded we're speechless with Attention! This is drawn. This is awesome. And the That's middle right. school, and the middle school that Noah that you attend is Black Hawk Middle School, right? Yes. All right. Well, shout out to everybody at Black Hawk. I, I just love everything about this story, Heidi. I am wishing you the best in your uh, in your health, and I hope that you uh, look. I know that you're going to be uh, that you're going to recover, that you're going to be healthy, and just wishing you nothing but the best with the chemotherapy. And I just want to thank all of you guys for being on the show tonight. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for having us. All right, take care. That's Noel Weber and his father, Mike Weber, as well as, um, man, um, man, and Heidi Karsten, the bus driver there. 
That that just that really touched me, man. That that was my my favorite part of last week out of all the stories that we got into in sports, out of sports. It's stories like that, things that touch you, things that make you feel good, and that's the reason why we will always or should always believe in helping out somebody else. My daughter rides the bus, and I know there are times that the bus driver for a child can at times be one of the most important people that they interact with during the course of of the day. And I just think this shows just where the moral compass is at for an 11-year-old and what kind of example the family's setting. It It is absolutely remarkable, and it's things like this that give me faith that there's good in the world. Yep. A 651-461-9226. Anybody out there want to react to that great story? We can do that next year on The Lake Show. Man, what a heartwarming story. Thanks again to Noah Weber, his father Mike, and Heidi Karsten, the bus driver. People have to understand that when we're talking about schools and school settings, your, ch- your child's experience starts long before they get into the classroom. Yes. It it's, starts, it's a whole cumulative it's, thing. It's, it's everybody that's a part of your child's educational experience. When they're getting on the bus, getting off the bus, being greeted at the door um, of the school. It could be them walking across the uh, – the um, if they're if they're walkers and they walk across the street, you know how they have the kids that are out there with the oh, the, like the crossing guards. Yeah, the crossing yep. guards. I mean, there's so much that goes into your kid having a beneficial educational experience. It's it's the custodians, it's the uh, you know, the, the social the, workers, the, the social worker, the counselors, counselors, the the secretaries, everybody that your child comes in contact with is going to be an influence on them. Yep. And it's up to to, you know, it's up to those adults to make sure that they make a positive impact on a child's life. But man, the school year, you start getting in the bus in what? September? You get basically 4 months. You think about the impression that Mrs. Carston has I made. I know. On an 11-year-old boy in four months. I know. That, I know. That's incredible. That is incredible. That should not be understated for one second. No, no, not at all. The impression that she's left on those kids, that's, man, that just makes you, I mean, and I, I get it. I, I understand it because I've been in the profession of, of working with young people a long time. But, man, I, I got to tell you that. That says everything about her. But it also says everything about Noah. And it says everything about his parents. They are raising their child the right way. Noah is already, as a sixth grader, right, at Blackhawk Middle School, that he's such a respectable human being. He gets it. Like, he gets it, right? He, he gets what it's about. It's not about me. It's about mm-hmm. us. Well, and you could hear when you were talking to him, he just wants to help people. Yeah. That's what he, he knew wants. was the right thing to do. Absolutely. And it's amazing that sometimes kids, they know what they want to do, but they don't necessarily know how to express it. 
because they're still children. But to to come down and tell his mom, this is what I want to do to have a recipe, but then to go find a recipe in a child's cookbook and say, hey, this is what I want to do. I mean, that's just and think about like this is a story that is going to go with him. It's going to follow him. And he's going to be known as the Mr. Banana Bread. As Mr. Banana Bread. <laughs> and I mean, it's 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 so cool to see this. And we hear about all of these awful things that happen at school and and you know how maybe certain people are are taken for granted because I know that bus drivers and custodians and and you know there are a lot of people that are in and around the school that are not educators that don't get their just due. And this is absolutely, I love every little bit of this story. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm totally with you. And again, I I just, I go back to when my daughter first started riding the bus, she was fairly new to it. And she had this bus driver, Gene, that would pick her up in front of our house. So she didn't have to go somewhere to a place that, you know, she wasn't really familiar with. And she was so tiny, and we called her Jean Jean, the bus driving machine. But Jean, we will remember her to this day. Like, we will always remember Jean. And Noah is always going to remember Mrs. Carson. And all those kids are going to remember Mrs. Carson. Like, it's an incredible story. You just don't hear things like that. Yep. Uh, Speaking of remembering somebody, I do want to uh, uh, give my condolences to the the Bluston family. friend of mine, Dan Bluston, who I've known for, oh, my gosh, probably about 15 years or so. Um, I actually met him at my last stop. I was at um, at KFAN. And one year, <laughs> out of the years that I was there, one year I hosted a show that was dedicated to MMA. And it was called Strike Radio. And Dan was my co-host, his uh, – he and his brother, Sholly, um, they had put together this show and brought it to the people at, at KFN, and we did the show. And that's kind of really, to be honest with you, kind of how I got into the whole MMA stuff, whatever. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, had uh, Goldberg on there and just, you know, just it was, it, was so, it was so much fun to be a part of that. But Dan, unfortunately, um, he passed away yesterday at the age of, uh, I believe he was 55, and a uh, long time. Um, with Lifetime Fitness. He had been the general manager of the Lifetime Fitness out in Lakeville, um, but, but a guy that I'd known for a long, long time. And I, I checked in with a bunch of people um, both last night and then this morning um, when, when the news broke, and uh, I sent my condolences to the entire Bluston family. But uh, gone way too soon, man. Very unfortunate uh, situation. And, Dan, we will, uh, we will surely miss you. All right, coming up next, this week we have the Diamond Awards. The Diamond Awards. You guys know it's that time of year where the uh, the Minnesota Twins um, have the Diamond Awards benefiting the um, the University of Minnesota Medical School and M Health Fairview. And joining us to talk about it like he did last year, Patrick Borzi from MemPost. He joins us next year on the Lake Show. The 19th annual Diamond Awards coming up this Thursday, January the 25th, at the Armory in Minneapolis. And whenever you bring up the Diamond Awards, you know that baseball season is upon us. And joining us now uh, to talk about the Diamond Awards, he joined us last year, and he is back at it again from Men Post on the Diamond Awards. Patrick Borzi, he joins us here 
on the Lake Show. Patrick, how you been? How you, how you doing, Henry? How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you? You staying warm? Hanging in there. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, now that it's now now that it's in the 30s and it's not, you know, minus 80 wind chill. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm not quite ready to go to, to, to break out the shorts yet, but uh, you know, this is this is pretty nice. All right, so let me ask you a question real quick. What part of New York are you from? I'm from Long Island originally. All right, so what, were was, you... what was what was what was the giveaway? The accent, <laughs> the, accent the, the dead giveaway, as you know. But uh, so let's go back ten days. Were you? Uh... Were you miserable with with as cold as it was? It wasn't great, but you know I've lived here twenty years now, so yeah. you know what to you know what to expect. Um, you know it was it was it was pretty amusing. The very first year that I lived here in two thousand and two, after uh, after I moved, um, the first snow that I shoveled in the winter was back at my dad's house on Long Island <laughs> because we didn't get any snow in November and December. Um, so I come, you know, and then, you know, I get home when I get back to the, get back to Long Island and, you know, we get snow and, you know, my dad's 80 something years old. So I said, I got this dad, I got the <laughs> shovel and, you know, I went got after it. And, you know, I come back and my wife, I mean, I think some of your listeners probably know my wife is Rachel Blount from the Star Tribune. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, I came back and I said, ah, you know, this is not so bad here, you know? And yeah. then the cold hit. In January, and then the snow hit in January, and then I thought, okay, now I know what I've got yeah. myself into. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you knew, you knew, you knew then it was real. All right, so let, let's get Absolutely. to yeah, let's get to the Diamond Awards. Diamond Awards coming up this Thursday for all of those out there in the listening audience that don't know much about the Diamond Awards. Give us a little bit of perspective, a little bit of background on what the Diamond Awards is. Yeah, the Diamond Awards is basically the uh, the the it's a it's a dinner that honors uh, the Twins Award winners from the 2023 season. It's uh, a fundraiser, a major fundraiser for the University of Minnesota Foundation, and it funds medical research into uh, uh, neurological diseases like ataxia and ALS and and muscular uh, sclerosis, and uh, multiple sclerosis and muscular dystrophy. Excuse me for garbling that. I'm so sorry. but that's uh, and that's what it is. This is our 19th year, and we've raised more than four million dollars towards uh, towards the terrific research that uh, is being done over at the University of Minnesota. And you know, just in the time that we've had this dinner, there have been some significant advances in in, in treatment for um, for for all of these diseases. Yeah. I mean, we we don't we don't have cures yet. Um, this is, uh, you know, it, it's, it's kind of personal to me because my sister has MS mm. and, uh, and, and ataxia is, uh, the disease that took, uh, Bob Allison, the former twins outfielder who, so yeah. his son, Mark is one of the founders of this, uh, of this dinner as one of our, one of our people that has, has really carried the ball and, 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 and made this dinner what it is and, and this fundraising what it is. So yeah. that's what it's about, and uh, you know it's a it's a big night. Um, we're going to have it at the Armory this year. We've had it at a bunch of other places before, including Target Field. But the Armory is a cool new venue, and uh, it, it's uh, you know, I haven't I haven't seen the oh. I've seen diagrams of the floor layout, and it looks like it's going to be pretty slick. So nope. we'll have plenty of room. I've, and uh, I've been in the Armory. It is it's it's pretty amazing. I actually go there a couple of times a year for some some galas and I, i'm telling you the, if it's if it's laid out the way that i've seen it laid out you guys are going to be in for one heck of a night 
Yeah, I've seen boxing there, and uh, uh, <laughs> hopefully there won't be a fight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you never know with these things. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it, they've they've renovated the place beautifully, and uh, um, I'm I'm really looking forward to this, and and just seeing how um, and just seeing how the place looks, and 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 how much bigger an event this can be in a venue like that. Yeah. We're talking to Patrick Borzi from Mempos here about the Diamond Awards here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Let's talk about the baseball side of this, right? Because we know it's a fundraiser. We know it's going to be um, a fun night of kind of celebrating what the 2023 season was. But but talk about the baseball side of it. It has to be pretty cool to always be able to recognize um, really good players and really good people that had really good seasons. And for the Twins last year, I think the fans really bought into the team and enjoyed what they saw. Oh, absolutely, and and the timing of the of the dinner has always been been very good. The twins have always worked with us to make sure that it is right before or the same weekend as Twins Fest. So the twins the twins bring in all the players and all the award winners. So it doesn't cost us a nickel to get these guys at the dinner, um, and we're having we'll have just about everybody there. Um, you know. Royce Lewis, Mr. Grand Slam, will get his Bill Boni Award as the Twins' most outstanding rookie. And Carlos Correa will pick up uh, the Bob Allison Award for Leadership and the Jim Codd Award as the Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, Ryan Jeffers will be the most improved player. He'll be there. Uh, Pablo Lopez gets the Media Good Guy Award and a Carl R. Polad Outstanding Community Service Award. And there'll be some others. You know, Dick Bramer is going to get the Herb Carneal Lifetime Achievement Award and uh Frank White, our old friend from St. Paul, the terrific uh, author and baseball historian, is going to get the Terry Ryan Play Ball Minnesota Award. Um, Frank is uh, the guy who ran the Twins RBI program, the yep. city's baseball program, for many, many, many years. Very deserving, uh, very humble guy. Um, I've gotten to know him a bit over the years, and I'm really tickled that he's going to be one of the people um, honored Thursday night. Uh, the only award winners who won't be there, Sonny Gray, Obvious reasons, no longer a twin, and uh, Mitch uh, Mitch Keller, who is the. Um, hang on a second. I'm looking. I want to make sure I read the right, read the right <laughs> one here. He's uh, uh, the uh, the Twins. Uh, excuse me, the Pirates pitcher who is our Upper Midwest Player of the Year, right-hander from uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Nice. Won, won nice. 13 games. It was an All-Star for the Pirates last year. He won't be there. Uh, he and Sonny will probably do videos and. Uh, but everybody else will be there. So, uh, you know, it'll be pretty cool. I mean, this is going to be a fun week. I mean, not only can you go and attend and support the Diamond Awards, the 19th Annual Diamond Awards, at the Armory this Thursday, but fans can clearly be a part of Twins Fest, which I'm looking forward to being there on Saturday because all of the hosts here on WCCO will be broadcasting live at some point throughout the day. Yeah, that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, you'll – and uh, I don't have the whole list of, of, of I didn't realize we were going to talk about Twins Fest, so I don't have the list of attendees in front of me, but you probably have it handy. Yeah, um, no, I, I got I got a list of all the guys that I'll have on the stage with me. I think that every one of the hosts, I think that every single segment will have somebody that will be sitting down with us. And I know that, okay. I know that I'll be doing my shift with Danny Gladden. I'll be doing my what, couple of hours up on the stage with him. Oh, boy. <laughs> you say that like that's a bad thing. Should I should, should, should I check in with Danny beforehand well, so there's no there's nothing that I that's going to catch me off guard? 
All I'm saying is you may not get a word in edgewise after the first question. Hey, I'm fine. I can sit there and do less work. It's all good. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but in closing, Patchy, how excited are you for the, for the 2024 season? Because, look, b- before we know it, these guys are going to be at spring training, and before you know it, we'll be starting the season once again in Kansas City uh, on, I think that the opener is on the 27th, I think? That's, that sounds about right. Very yeah. at the very end, very end of March. March, yep. I, I, can't, I can't. I can't believe these openers are this early. I mean, this is just wrong. But that, that's another topic for another day. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's going to be interesting because the Twins aren't the only team that really haven't done too much in the off season. You know the the whole the whole issue with uh, you know the the, the Diamond Sports uh, holdings and the and the, the uncertainty over who's going to broadcast who and, and who's going to get the broadcast revenue has made really sideline a lot of teams, um, really other than the Dodgers and the Yankees. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see whether the Twins. Or what what the Twins do between now and then, because they often sign guys between uh, Twins Fest and probably the middle of March. I mean, they they're uh, and we'll see what what other teams do too. I mean, I think their their starting pitching looks pretty deep, and if they can stay healthy, that's that's a good place to start. And uh, if Royce Lewis can stay healthy, their their everyday lineup looks pretty good too. Yep. So. Uh, I think within that division, they should be. Even if they they don't add anybody else, they anybody significant, they 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 should be competitive. But you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, it, I, I'll tell you what, you know, um, spring and then spring and summer can't come fast enough around here. I'm with you, man. And that's Thursday, March 28th, is when the Twins will kick things off in Kansas City for the second consecutive season. Hey, uh, Patrick, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, I know that I will not see you on Thursday because I will be here doing my show, but I look forward to okay. seeing you in the press box real soon. Well, I'm, I'm, we'll run into each other soon, and uh, I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about. Absolutely. Patrick Borsi joining us here, talking about the Diamond Awards from Midpost on the, uh, the Good Neighbor News Talk 830-WCCO. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to headlines. Headlines is next year on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show. It's time for headlines here on the show with Christopher Tubbs. See what he has up his sleeve this evening. A little bit later in the show, we'll get to uh, seeing what the uh, other Timberwolves are up to. But now it's headlines. Well, the uh, Timberwolves are not the only thing that's hot, hot, hot here in the upper Midwest because the mid-30s feels really warm. But hold on because this is just a taste of what's to come. WCCO Chief Meteorologist Paul Douglas said this isn't just an ongoing January thaw. This is a heat wave. Earlier today in the morning news, he told Steve Simpson he feels more and more confident with each model that we're going to see 40s next week. Once we lose the snow, maybe an inch in your yard, give or take, that'll be gone by the end of the week. And then the sun's energy can go into heating the air instead of melting the snow. He says he thinks we're good for some upper 40s and 50s isn't out of the question something he doesn't think he's ever seen in a sentence from the National Weather Service. Uh, He thinks that it's a significant winter heat wave. And uh, he said we're about to get a tropical vortex because December was already the warmest on record in Minnesota, and now January, even with last week's cold snap, is set to be far above average as we limp through a puny Minnesota winter. Now, Minnesota could see a little ice, freezing rain, uh, and uh, freezing rain on contact on Thursday. And uh, Paul says he has low confidence that it's really materializing. 
He said it's for precipitation this week and even through ne- next week. And it's not the warmth. It's a serious lack of snow. He adds that even if it does snow, it's going to melt quickly and doesn't turn out to be that good snow that winter sports enthusiasts enjoy. So it looks like it's going to be about a half winter at best. I just think it's unbelievable, man. It really is that this is the winter that we're going to have. Literally, winter's going to be like three weeks long. It feels like. It just feels like that. I'm not, I'm not saying that winter's over, that it's done. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm. But it just feels like once we get back into the, they say 50s, like winter's over then. Yeah. It's, <laughs> we're, we're going to get a little blast in February. We're going to get something around state tournament time. Because it always happens around state tournament time, and then uh, maybe some flurries for the beginning of baseball season, and then we'll uh, then we'll move into something else. Something that we are moving into is apparently uh, it's down to two for the uh, Republican nominee for president, as Nikki Haley is hoping New Hampshire voters feel so strongly about keeping the former president away from the White House that they turn out to support her in large numbers. Quote, America does not do coronation, she said at the VFW Hall in Franklin, joined by her daughter and son-in-law. Let's show all the media class and the political class that we've got a different plan in mind. Let's show the country what we can do. Now, it's an uphill battle for the former UN, uh, U.N. ambassador and South Carolina governor. Most conservatives want to give Trump another chance at beating Joe Biden despite Trump's 2020 election loss and the 91 felony charges he faces in four separate indictments. Now, with voting about to begin in New Hampshire, almost every top Republican is lined up behind Trump. Polls in New Hampshire suggest he leads Haley in a state uniquely suited to her strengths, although his lead is narrower than the 30-point blowout he scored in the Iowa caucuses. Trump planned to hold his rally, his last rally, before the election tonight. He started the day in New York for his defamation trial after an earlier jury determined he had sexually abused a columnist in the 1990s, but the session was canceled due to a juror's illness. Now, Trump was joined on stage Monday night by three of his former opponents who have now endorsed him, uh, Tim Scott, uh, Vivek Ramsawamy, and North Dakota Governor Doug Burnham. Show of force is a part of the broader effort by wait, Trump. who was the last name? Doug Burgum, the North Dakota governor. Wait, wait. They yes. opposed Trump previously? They, oppo- they opposed Trump, yes, and now they are supporting him. No, I'm saying he – I don't even know who the – I mean, the, the North Dakota guy. You've never heard of him? No, I'm – I think I've heard the name before, but I didn't know that they opposed Trump. Like, that's breaking news to me. Yeah, he he was, but you know, hmm. like what those three kiss the ring and bend the knee. That's uh, that's what they're doing. The show of force is a part of a broader effort by Trump's team to lock up the primary and demonstrate the party's rallying around him. In an interview with Newsmax that was taped on Sunday, Trump was asked if he would call for Haley to drop out. He said, "Quote: I would never call for it, but perhaps she should." He called New Hampshire a special place for me, noting his win in the 2016 primary. I love this state. Never been. I haven't either. Never been. No. I haven't been to a lot of the places in the uh, Northeast, but I see them on TV, and they always they always look good. Uh, Ballpark it. How many of the states in the U.S. have you been to? B- ballpark. You don't have to. It's not like you have to be uh, yeah, exact. I'd probably about 13, 14. 13 out of the 50? Yeah. Oh, wow. You got some some places to go. I mean, mean, I've been to at least. I mean, maybe if I'm to at least like at least 30. Yeah, I mean, maybe I mean, maybe if I was driving through it, but I mean, to actually spend some time. I mean, yeah, it's it's only been about 13 or 14. But yeah, I mean, I've driven through 
a ton of states. I've driven through. Yeah, that's that thirteen ain't a ton. Well, no, but I mean, thirteen is like the amount of ones that I think I can say I've spent any time. But if you're on a trip and you're just driving, you know, let's say you're driving mm-hmm, through Tennessee, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you don't stop, are we are we counting that? Is if that, you've been through it, you've been through it. Uh, yes. Okay. Well, see, then no one said you had to stop. Okay. See, then that change that that, that changes it. Yeah, I've probably been to about. Uh, yeah, probably about 30, 35, just with road trips and, and whatnot. Yeah, I thought you were quantifying as in you spend any time and actually, like, spend a, a couple of days there. But, yeah, I haven't uh, done that. Yeah, I'm looking at the map right now, and I have been to about a good 33. Okay. Of all the states you can go to next, which one would you pick? Me, Hawaii. It's not even close. Yeah, I I would say Hawaii. I'd actually like to go up to Maine. I'd like to go up into like the the wooded area, or uh, yeah, see. But I've been to Oregon, but again, I was just driving, just driving through Oregon. But yeah, I'd, I'd say Oregon. I'd say Oregon and Maine. Gotcha. I'd like to see the uh, the woods. Seattle is a gorgeous place. Seattle is one of my favorite places to visit. Mm, all right, because my my brother in law and sister in law used to live up there, and it was uh, it's fun. Hey, let's uh, let's get to this one here because it's Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Let's go. I have to say. Swifties yeah, yeah, unite. Well, she was in Buffalo yesterday to watch Kelsey and the Chiefs take on the Bills. But that. apparently the arrival was making the rounds of social media and it showed some jeers along with the cheers from attendees there. Now, of course, we know that the stakes were high because you saw Brittany Mahomes. You saw Jason Kelsey. I think He was I, the man yesterday. I enjoyed Jason Kelsey much more. Then I enjoyed Taylor. Jason Kelsey's. I love just them a, all the same. Jason Kelsey's just a dude. Like I, I mean, I don't know, man. You you look at him. He's out there with his shirt off, and he's. You oh, know, Jason was. He, I, I loved it. It just. I pound, loved everybody it, celebrating yesterday. He's pounding beers with Bill's Mafia. It's like I know. I mean, how cool was that? I mean, J, Jason Kelsey. I don't know why you can't. I don't know if they're going to reach Manning brother status. But the Kelsey brothers. Oh no, they're going to crush the Manning cast. You think so? Oh, my because of Taylor what? Swift. No, 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 no. I'm talking about when they're both done. When Travis and Jason are done, mm-hmm. Manning cast won't even touch what those guys do. With the Kelsey brothers. Oh heck yeah! They are just beyond entertaining. So you'll take this. Yeah, I listen, would, listen. I'm, t- I'm making. I'm gonna make a prediction okay, right now. Okay, make a prediction. When Pat McAfee's deal is done with ESPN, it will be the Kelsey Brothers show. Really? Wow, that's uh, that's gutsy. They're entertaining. They are very good. All right, coming up next. Oh boy. Sucking up to somebody that constantly disrespects you is gross. I'll explain next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.